3: Time is straight. (laughs) The space time continuum. is gay. (laughs) Matter is trans. Matter! She's she and
2: I'm me. Not me. Not Hermione. Yo, 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 yo.
4: God,
2: what is your childhood trauma? I am a cocksucker.
4: Woohoo!
2: Your life's going down
3: the toilet. Mm -hmm. You just suck. (laughs) <laughs> welcome to like a virgin the show where we give yesterday's pop culture today's takes i'm rose Damu.
5: and i'm fran Torado. and
3: it is thursday which means the final episode of just like that is airing today and that means that tomorrow we will have a recap of it live on our patreon patreon.com slash like a virgin so go Become a patron now and hear us probably screaming for 45 minutes about how horrible it is.
5: And if you haven't gotten into our Patreon yet, there is an extra delicious little clip from this week's Patreon at the very end of this episode. This week's is discussing Moulin Rouge with none other than Laurel Charleston. Um, Subscribe to our Patreon to get the full episode, but just a snippet at the end of this one. Again, that is patreon.com slash like a virgin.
3: And our episode today is all about something (laughs) truly sinister and sickening that is a plague on the world Mm -hmm. and something that thankfully both of us have escaped the clutches of, (laughs) and that is heterosexuality.
5: Yes. Heterosexuality. What is it and what causes it in the words of Willie Norris? Um, we honestly, I was reminiscing when I was like hopping over to the studio today. And by the studio, I mean my office next to um, all of my vintage pornography. And um, bros, have you ever, I'm going to say, okay, you and I, I used to be heterosexual. Or I used to think I was heterosexual. I think this was maybe You used to
3: pretend to be
5: heterosexual. Well, I fully did actually think I was or could be.
3: Well and so you, then you were lying to yourself.
5: <laughs> I absolutely was. And in the period where maybe you were lying to yourself, was there any anything in heterosexual culture that you maybe really secretly loved? or partook in and now you're ashamed of.
3: Yeah, I I was so gay and I was so <laughs> interested in gay things. And like, you know, like I did, I, I went to an art school, like I did yeah. theater. My, all of my friends were girls. I really didn't participate in any hetero culture, like at, at all. I I'm really like trying to do the assignment and like racking my brain and well, actually, I just honestly don't think I ever pretended to like anything straight.
5: You're actually touching on
3: Oh, wait, wait, wait. I do have an answer. Okay, it's okay, okay, not from my adolescence. Okay. So, um when I was in when I was in college and just after college, I had a predominantly straight group of friends. And some of them listen to this podcast, so, you know, for for forgive me for this. But they were very into blues music and, like, Bob Dylan and oh. acoustic guitars and stuff. Oh. And so, at a certain point, like, this is, like like, the end of college and, like, right after college. Like, a lot of the parties we had or that I went to were very much characterized by a bunch of people like sitting in a circle singing along to Bob Dylan. And I did pretend to be into that, like probably not very well, um, but I participated in it. And it is a reason why at a certain point in my life, I had a rule that you could not come into my apartment if you had an acoustic guitar with you because of the trauma um, I experienced during that that time and yeah i did pretend to be into that sort of like let's all sit around and sing and like drink whiskey and like ha, ha, ha. um and i actually hated it and that is the reason why when my um best friend from high school moved to new york city and had had kind of a similar experience that's why he and i like teamed up and started exploring queerness together and that's what kind of led me into queer nightlife and stuff was like that rejection of that kind of straight culture so yeah so in my youth I like was very true to myself and very self-possessed and was like no no hetero um and then yeah like in my young adulthood I did backslide a little bit but then I like swung very hard in the opposite direction what about you Fran what did you well pretend to like can I say something about Bob Dylan yeah
5: um sucks well, yes. I I just I feel like, okay, I consider myself a very open person in terms of like cultural consumption. I will listen to a lot of things. I will watch a lot of things. If people recommend me stuff or tell me that it's important to them, I'm gonna listen to it. And particularly That's the whole point
3: of this podcast.
5: Yes. And particularly like if someone's gonna turn on some music and I don't love the music, I'm still gonna like listen to it or I'm still gonna find a way to enjoy it or figure out how it's a specific vibe that can be enjoyed right if someone turns on Bob Dylan I am actually standing up and saying turn that shit off (laughs) I actually have Have to I actually that's like one of the few next to like sorry Ava Max
3: Slater and maybe like the Beatles I mean, Ava Max's song on the Barbie album is good. Honestly? I I get it. (laughs) I'm sure. I do have the the term Ava Max muted on Twitter, though.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No. But also, like, the Beatles is kind of in this category. It's like, if you try to play the Beatles at a function, I'm standing up and I'm saying, turn that shit off
3: Well, it's just not party music. That kind of music is not party music. The one thing I will give that time in my life is that it did... Sort of help lead me to discovering Patty Smith, although yeah. also that was the era of when just kids came out, so it was p- like part of the culture yeah so i will 4%. I will give it that, but yeah, I just like you know we're there that time in my life, I did not besides lady Gaga, I like didn't listen to pop music because I was like ashamed to like it because none of my friends listened to it. And I just like pretended to be into the things that they were into. And I, it was a, it was a very short period of time, but I still look back on it and I'm like, ugh, gross. I should have not done that. Anyway, what straight things did you pretend to like?
5: Honestly, so many things like American Eagle, like gay, uh, I know, right? It was kind of gay. Um, I used to have a crush on Lindsay Lohan. I think I've talked about that before. The first thing, honestly, when you- But sit- you were
3: really just like, diva?
5: I'd be like, I love your long hair, diva.
3: <laughs>
5: um, no, I, I feel like the-
3: lo- I feel like- <laughs> Pretending when- <laughs> to have a crush on Lindsay Lohan is so funny. It's like pretending like a, like a closeted gay guy being like, yeah, lady, that Lady Gaga is so fucking hot. Yeah.
5: <laughs> that Lady Gaga is so hot. I love her cool <laughs> costumes. They're so hot. Her hot slutty <laughs> costumes. I love. I would be like. I would literally. I, this is not. This is not an exaggeration. I'd literally be in like fourth or fifth grade, and I'd be like, I'd be like, yeah, I love Lindsay Lohan because I think her freckles are so hot. Oh
3: well, freckles <laughs> are hot. I,
5: I know, part. but that's like not a thing. Anyways, so when you were talking about music, I immediately thought about how the first one one of the first two albums I ever bought was um the Black Eyed Peas, I believe. Elefunk, or if not, or no, maybe it was monkey business. It was a black eyed peas, the one with um, pump it louder. And that is actually a musical taste that I have that has withstood the test of time, and I might have maybe not listened.
3: Yeah, that's not yes, straight it, music. Yes, the, it
5: is. Blah, blah, the black eyed peas no, is it's queer. not, and you know it, Rose. Black eyed peas <laughs> is pat <laughs> neurosexual culture, like. Black Eyed Peas is flash mob culture, it's Oprah special culture, it's good morning America culture, it's heterosexuality.
3: I well, I do think you're you are, and this is I know this there's nuance here, but I do think you're conflating heterosexual culture with just mono well, culture in general. And like, yes, at the time, at the time when the black-eyed peas were really popular monoculture was extremely straight okay, but i just okay. want to like i just want to say like i don't think i don't think the music the black eyed peas made like is there's inherently something like bro-y or hetero or whatever about it i think it's just at the time when like the monoculture was so strong and it was so straight that those things wait, are wait that's actually okay i've never even thought about that but like truly
5: especially thinking about like the aughts and the 2010s specifically are excruciatingly heterosexual like actually like heterosexual was so prevalent and it's like funny actually to think now that in 2023 like monoculture is kind of gay like it's like like all our icons are gay all our celebrities are gay the way we talk is gay like now straight people say like slay yeah like that's kind of crazy yeah Drag Race is more consumed by straight people than gay people. Yeah. Like, now straight people that.
3: pretend to like gay Probably. things to seem cool. You know, it's one thing I've ne- I'm not pretending to like, just to squeeze a little topicality into this chit chat section.
5: Oh, yeah, 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 of course.
3: Is the Addison Rae EP. <sighs> Baby. Okay. I ha- Have you listened? I haven't listened yet. Girl. No. Girl, it is. The fame era gaga tease, she even had she even recorded one of gaga's demos It's so catchy and like 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 fizzy like like when you pour a Coke into a glass like it's like the fizz at the top like that's what this e p is It is eleven minutes long it's really good there's a charlie xcx feature on it the gaga demo that she did a a rendition of is nothing on but the radio which was famously like supposed to be on born this way then it was supposed to be on art pop there are like there there are lots of there's a a demo version of it on youtube and obviously like addison ray doesn't sound as good as gaga does but it's very fun and it's just like a dumb little ep and she kind of is the queen of pop wait and I've she never cared it. about Addison Ray before, ever. But now I see the little monster she is, and I have to respect that.
5: That is such a—I did not know about the demo. That is such a serve, just from your description. I have yet to listen to the EP. I was seeing people tweet about it. I'm going to listen to it. It right is after
3: 11 this minutes and 57 seconds, and there are—I yeah, mean, five every songs.
5: song is two. Yeah, every song is two minutes and 15 seconds. Love that. Um, I. Can't wait to listen. Is she just? I don't need the full history, but she is a TikToker, yeah. and then she had a Netflix special.
3: She she became famous, I believe, during COVID for doing those little dances on TikTok. Then she was the, people
5: that get famous during COVID. Honestly, you know the cream of the crop, definitely yeah. she, always always serving us culture.
3: She was sort of a plant friend on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, like the final season. She was like. Friends quote unquote with courtney um, and then, yes, she starred in netflix's um she's all that re I almost, said, I almost said she's the man remake, which I wish um now that netflix's she's all that remake, he's all that, which I have watched it is horrible, um, and then since then, I think she's mainly bit like. She was supposed to have an album come out, and then it leaked, and so she scrapped it. I really only know this from, like, things that I've gleaned on Twitter, and, like, occasionally they'll talk about her on Who Weekly. Um, And then I think since then she's just been kind of, like, being famous, like, in a very unspecific way, and she has had some gaggy fashion moments wearing, like, cool archival stuff, and now she released this EP, and it is sickening.
5: So this is a person who's famous for being famous but lo and behold she has a talent and the talent is
3: pop. Well she was famous for dancing on TikTok and you know that's Right, dancing. That is some kind of talent and she like was uh, yeah. I I mean I don't care about her, but this EP is fun. I'm about to care about her. Um so yeah, not a not a lot of like topical pop culture this week, but I hope you I hope you um enjoyed our little Uh, sort of intro into our larger conversation about heterosexuality which is coming up um, after the break and oh make sure that you subscribe to the Patreon patreon.com slash like a virgin
1: from BBC Radio 4
3: Was there ever a time in your life when you wanted to be straight? I mean, probably
5: every day, every hour until I was like 17 or 18. Yeah, that was probably, yes, my my greatest wish. That and I wish that I was circumcised because I thought that my dick looked weird, but I (laughs) love my dick now. So now, yeah, um, and I also don't want to be straight anymore, which is great. What about you? I, a lot of information yeah, there
3: to break down. Yeah, yeah. I'm really, really processing uh, all that. <laughs> um, I think the only time I actually wanted to be straight was not ever when I was gay. It was after I transitioned, oh. I wanted to be a straight woman. Yeah. You know, that was... The fantasy. And that was very much like my vibe for after kind of the terrible twos of transness. Then I progressed to this point where I was like, I don't want to be queer anymore. I want to be unclockable Mm -hmm. and I want to be a hetero woman. I want to be stealth. Mm -hmm. So that was really the only time when I ever even flirted with the idea of heterosexuality, which is let's say this, a disease. A disease.
5: A hundred percent. An epidemic that has become now a national problem. An international problem.
3: The international implications of it.
5: An international problem that we are remedying in real time. I feel like there are fewer and fewer heterosexuals in the population, thanks to the work that we have done on this podcast. And and one
3: day it will be eradicated.
5: Yeah, one day. And honestly, I mean, Kate, not to start here, but because you were talking about it, like the notion of heterosexuality as like a trans girl or trans guy and how it is kind of this upper echelon of achievement where the ultimate fantasy, if you're a doll is to be in a relationship with a heterosexual man. Like that is still a pinnacle that people, that people want to achieve, like something that I would even fantasize about. Um, And yet, I don't know a single trans person that would ever identify as straight. Ever. Even if they were technically in a quote-unquote straight relationship. Like, I don't know any queer women or men. I don't know any trans women or men that are like, "Um, I'm straight. Like, I've never heard that before in my
3: life. I've heard people say it jokingly. Yeah. And and maybe somewhat aspirationally. But never, like said it in a way where they're like this is my reality and thank god for that but i'm sure they exist
5: yeah i'm sure they exist and like that's the other thing is like i feel like um this is just my experience i feel like this is also your opinion that if you're trans and you're in a relationship
3: that's a queer relationship
5: period like yes. that is kind of to me
3: how i would function in any relationship. Um, Although I do think the straightest relationship a trans person could be in is a boy-girl for t couple. Is a like boy-girl for t couple. And that's maybe the straightest relationship that exists in the world because you have you have tried <laughs> yeah. so hard to achieve heterosexuality yeah. that it's more heterosexual than just a cis hetero couple. Yes, because you both in
5: your own ways have like assimilated in some I mean sorry, like medical transition is a kind of assimilation whether we want to admit it or not. And in that kind of assimilation, you've tried to maximize your own masculinity or femininity. You are trying to Execute on the most man or most yeah. woman you can be. It's and, a hat on top of a hat. Yes. And when you're most man and most woman and you love each other, that's heterosexuality, baby. That is. Here we are making points doing the real work on Like a Virgin twenty sixty nine period. I
3: know so <clears throat> few straight people. And there was...
5: Same. I haven't talked to a straight person in days.
3: There was a period of my life when I really did not interact with straight people for weeks, if not months at a time. <laughs> Outside of, you know, maybe like the the checkout person at a bodega yeah, sure. or like a waiter at a restaurant. Like sure, sure. my social circle, romantic circle, everything was entirely queer people. And having to then start factoring straight people into... My life on a day-to-day basis was extremely jarring because sometimes I would say things and then realize, oh, that's something that this person would not understand. Or like I said something that's like just for us,
5: inside jokey,
3: and a even, joke about Cal and Lord or whatever. Yeah, and even now I don't have a lot of straight friends. You know, I support their choices, but um, it's very weird when I real when I remember that someone in my life who I love is straight. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I have, like, three straight friends, I think. Maybe four. I used to have more, but they've all transitioned or come out as queer. <laughs> and I, I, I'm, you know, but inclusion is really important, Rose. It is. Yeah, it's, I want to be important. an ally to I, the straight community. Well, they're in dire they're, need. They're in pain. They're in pain. If they're living anything, a lie. I mean, look at the news right now, <laughs> Diva. Like, come on, aliens, Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> I
6: mean, also,
3: like... In 2023, being straight is such a choice. It
6: is. It is.
3: Their lifestyle is sick and twisted. It's a choice. And I just like, grow up. Grow up. Grow up. Eat pussy, suck dick. Grow up. Or whole or whatever the, you know, your non-specific gender term Whatever your non-specific orifice is. But it's, I... You know, like I live. A, so we, as we talked about on our fan fiction episode with Ashley Reese, fan fiction is sort of the one sphere in which um, heterosexuality is in the minority, mm-hmm. and th- I have really applied that to my life. Uh-huh. And I do think, as we, you know, progress as a as a modern society. Um, that will only become truer and truer in the world at large, and like, yes, I'm saying that in a somewhat joking way, but like, I also do believe that like the future is queer, like ugh, oh I want to yeah. kill myself, but <laughs> like sorry, but
5: it's true, but it, it,
3: I do think that in well, I mean, I was going to say in a hundred years, everyone will be queer, but like in a hundred years, this planet won't exist, yeah. but in a hundred years, like the aliens who have um you know sort of like absorbed some of our um. Like uh, society through um, watching it from their spaceships, like they will all be queer.
5: Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And in in my mind, and I hope soon in everybody else's mind, gay until proven heterosexual, I will assume. Like and and honestly, tangentially s- trans until proven cis. Like I, I and anybody <laughs> I speak to or or interact with, that's how I operate. And I I do. I mean, not to be the girl on the pod with the data. But, like, so many different studies. But that's who you are. But that's who I am. But so many different Pauls. We don't and, know if the data is correct, but we know you know, have it. that is the thing about queer trans data it is, it is that it is, like, heavily skewed and also using, like, way smaller sample groups than they should. However, there have been enough studies to show that you know as much as half of Gen Z identifies as something other than straight that at least a third of them knows someone trans or someone that uses they them pronouns and um at just as much a sizable chunk of them are people that have this fluency or knowledge or wherewithal about trans people and queer people in a way that we never had access to. And we're on the winning team. Sorry. So like when Gen Z like mushrooms and becomes the purchasing power and the people that make the decisions, like all these dinosaurs
3: are just going to go to bed. Um, I mean, I look at the sample of just my own family and of my mother's four children Three of us are queer, yeah, and the there is one straight one, and he is like the straightest person ever, right, but well, that's just data, but he's still Three. in the minority, right, and <laughs> yes, um, and I won't stop until all straight people are
5: dead. I won't stop till all my siblings are <laughs> transitioned and gay um I yeah no it, it it's true it's it's something that I honestly, I almost feel like the democratization of like queer identities and knowledge around queer people has almost emboldened the wrong people sometimes. Like, I feel- What do you mean? Well, I feel like there are certain people that will say that their gender is fluid or that they are non-binary or that they will use quote unquote any pronouns, but they are for, put in any other terms, a heterosexual in a heterosexual relationship with heterosexual communities in a heterosexual world. But I, but the effort for these people to open up about their gender, which is obviously different from orientation, inducts them into a kind of queer community that they then get to belong to without any fluency or practice in. Um, but, you know, it's like they're trying to do something good. And if we're thinking about either gender liberation or sexual liberation, yes, the goal f- is for as many people as possible to be a part of the thing that we are. But um it also creates people that, talk a lot <laughs> and take up a lot of space. That's This, true. this is actually making me thinking, think about something that's okay. quite relevant, which is heterosexuals that were briefly gay or bi in media before deciding they weren't anymore, which included aforementioned Lizzo, who used to identify as bi or sexually fluid and now identifies as an ally. So did Nicki Minaj. Yes, Nicki Minaj famously, Katy Perry famously. I would say... Gaga, though, you and I disagree about no, this. No, I don't
3: agree. Gaga I've... has never walked back her bisexuality. However, and she we... does identify as an ally. Sure.
5: But, no, you're right. She, I think she is a queer woman. I just think she won't use the words queer
3: to describe yourself it because is of pr truly the least of her problems <laughs> and my problems with her
5: yeah agreed agreed um but it is i'm only pointing it out because it's kind of crazy like it is actually a thing like people will be by for like a year or less and then all of a sudden they get bigger and then their pr machines and management and like people convince them to Go back in almost, not go back in the closet and in a Jesse J kind of way, like being by was a phase kind of way, but like
3: definitely in a way that feels palpable where they've pivoted specifically to ally. Well, queerness is a marketing tool, and a lot of these who say that female pop stars specifically understand that if they can, um, you know, find a gay audience who will evangelize them, it will lead to mainstream success. But then once they acquire that mainstream success, it's no longer advantageous for them to be publicly queer or they maybe become scared of getting canceled or, you know, are worried about having to prove their queerness. Right. Which they shouldn't have to. I think that there's something really
5: rotted about the coming out industrial complex and what it's done to celebrities that are still trapped in the closet because we know of a lot of a-listers that are still trapped in the closet because Hollywood is still like a very bizarrely homophobic industry um homophobic and transphobic industry but um yeah on the flip side of what you're talking about not like emerging artists like you know who are making who are then making it big people who are already big and Trying to capitalize off of queerness, whether it's Lizzo's "Everybody's Gay," or "Sorry to Name Names," you need to calm down by Taylor Swift, like the the moment of allyship that was that music video, and
3: I think. But I thought you were convinced Taylor Swift was a bisexual woman.
5: No, I don't know if I. I mean, I I I think she is deeply, deeply repressed. I think she's a deeply repressed bi woman. Yes, I think I think that that is the tea, but I don't really consider her queer. I don't think she's living a queer life. I don't think she has any fluency in queer people. No, but she's I also living feel, a
3: very straight
5: life. But I also feel salty about the fact that like she only did this whole ally thing and also like um, voiced her opposition to Trump the day before or day after Lover came out. And also, Janelle Monae came out as queer, as pansexual, the day before her album came out. And then she came out as non-binary the day before her memoir dropped. Literally the day before on both accounts. I was like, you should get your coin. You should cash those chips. You should capitalize on queerness to get ahead in the industry. I'm a hundred percent proponent for that. But why do you got to do it the day before? Like, that's so ick to me. Sorry, I love, but Janelle it's effective. Monad, by the way. I like drove four and a half hours to see Janelle Monet open for Of Montreal, like way back when. Like I'm an Jesus. OG Janelle Monet stand, stand, like tightrope era stand.
3: Okay, we're. I think we're straying a little far from the discussion of heterosexuality. Honey, straying from what? Everything's heterosexual. Okay, w- but what? What specifically is heterosexual? What do you mm. think? What do you think are some of the straightest things that exist in the world? Okay, Honda Civics. Um, I used to have a Honda Civic in high school. Whoa, I had two Honda Civics actually because I crashed one of them. Love heterosexuality. John Deere, Cracker
5: Barrel. Um, arguing in public, um, women not getting
3: off. Um,
5: yeah, those are some things. Sending something
3: back at a restaurant?
5: No, that's, that's just like bitch behavior. I I feel like I would do that if I was displeased. Okay. What about you?
3: What do I think is
5: straight? The entire state of Florida.
3: Mm, Yeah, no, I wouldn't say that actually. I would say more so... The state of New Jersey. New Jersey's very very hot culture. Um, Three-ring binders.
5: Three-ring binders. That's good. That's good. That's good.
3: Um, Mechanical pencils. Oh,
5: filling out forms.
3: The government. Sure. Um,
5: Mechanical pencils. That's funny.
3: MySpace. Oh,
5: MySpace. Yeah, that actually is true, despite it being such like a emo. Platform,
3: yeah, because it's sort of like um, it's giving an appearance of you know like counterculture, yeah. but actually like is not in any way that
5: that what celebrities are deeply heterosexual culture.
3: Um, uh, uh, fuck, Bruce Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen, maybe maybe the straightest musical artist, but like two straight people is a diva, right? Like is a a diva for. My mom. Right. Well, well, my mom's not straight. Kind of. um, For straight people, yes. I would
5: say almost the entire cast of Friends is heterosexual culture.
3: Except Lisa Kudrow.
5: Yeah, I was going to say except Lisa Kudrow.
3: Um...
5: I would say, I mean, you've theorized that Kaylee Cuoco is the sissist person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe you said Kaylee Cuoco. K- is it Kaylee Cuoco? Kaylee Kaley- Cuoco. Kaylee yeah. Cuoco. And her Cuoco- stands
3: are called Cuoco Nuts. Cuoco Nuts.
5: Yeah, that Cuoco Nuts
3: and their God. Kaylee Cuoco. The Big Bang Theory, the TV show. The Big Bang but, Theory. But also the the actual theory, I think, is very straight.
5: I think, I was going to say Avatar, but you'll fight me on The
3: it. Atom Bomb?
5: No, I was going to say that. Well, definitely the Atom Bomb is very heterosexual.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I saw Oppenheimer. I think it's very queer. Phoebe, do you have any things that you think are really straight?
5: War. War is straight.
3: War is straight, but it's also homoerotic. Well, being being drafted into the. And the military. thing is, so many things that are extremely heterosexual swing so yeah. far back that they wind up being incredibly gay.
5: Yep. A hundred percent. Greece.
3: Dave, Dave Matthews band. band. That's yeah. a really good answer. Yeah. I think Greece. Someone sub rb I guess.
5: Greece, the musical is a very good example of that thing you're talking about. Something that's Something okay. that's so heterosexual that swings back mm-hmm. to be actually gay, like yeah, yeah. like Sandy and what's his face are in a gay relationship. <laughs> yeah, like, period. Well,
3: actually, I think they're in a T for T4T relationship. Shut up! They
5: are! They, really are. they really are. Oh my god! They really are. Oh. neoclassical architecture.
3: I, can, what is neoclassical architecture? Can you give me an example? Okay,
5: columns. Well, Greece is very gay, though.
3: Yeah, but Rome is very straight.
5: Okay, so Phoebe says war is very straight, but also we're positing that it is, in fact, very gay, or, in fact, or at the very least, that getting drafted into the war is very gay. And I will say, getting drafted into the war was very easily my worst fear growing up as a kid that you were going to
3: say was the worst thing that ever happened to me
5: <laughs> yeah something that i don't something for the virgins that you don't know is that i was in the military from
3: age 16 <laughs> i'm to just 22. imagining what that would have been like and it's oh. so funny i it's literally talk actually, about serving your country no
4: exactly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well i would be serving honey i that was that was
5: what i, I would was be getting serving out. and servicing for sure um I, that, it's like that twitter problem how his serving impacted you yes! let's ask her <laughs> but actually no but like i don't know if this is true for you i feel like for a lot of people people like and when i found out what the draft was and that people could be drafted not in our country at the time but like that people were talking about it when the iraq war iraq war was popping off Woof. <laughs> um i remember being like oh my god being drafted into the military is the worst fear, and to the is my worst fear. And to this day, I have sorry, no respect for anybody in the military. <laughs> I don't either. That- I think that it's a disgusting thing to sign up for and that if you want to be in the military or are in the military, you should reevaluate what goes inside inside your brain and why. And inside
3: your ass. Or inside your ass. Polo shirts Polos. specifically are an extremely straight article of clothing yeah. and I have made my stance on them clear. I think they're disgusting and I don't respect anyone who wears them.
5: I agree. I think anything that you can wear to Sunday school is heterosexual, and I, I I, say polo shirt, I agree with polo shirts, full knowing that gays, that closeted gays wore them all throughout the early the, the mid-aughts you know like even when gays were wearing them they were doing it to partake in heterosexual culture and it never became gay it was heterosexual assimilation
3: I was gonna say though about being drafted in the army yes I was never scared of it because I always thought well if it happens I'll just kill myself right well yeah <laughs> but that's, that's my easy. response to like to everything. Any, anything well, what, that could potentially well, let's any, say, anything potentially bad that could happen okay, to wait. me I'm just like I'm like that it's fine because I'll I'm, kill myself I just like cross the I was like fine I'll just kill myself fine I'll just kill myself um, that's like your
5: catchphrase on your sitcom fine yeah, I'll, I'll just, just kill, kill myself,
3: myself. um my, well my sitcom is sort of like south park where like kenny dies at the end of right, every episode every i episode. kill myself at the end every, of every episode okay. but then it resets at the next one i am absolutely here for that sitcom um
5: let's actually say you and i are drafted into the military mm-hmm. and you do
3: not kill yourself that would never happen <laughs> what, <laughs> but i'll, I'll play what would, for yeah, the, sake along, of the what, game, what would
5: happen what would happen
3: Then I think if I would you, I'm saying I think I I would work my way up into the ranks until I became a general,
5: yeah, because you would want to mistreat people and yell at
3: them. Well, no, I think I would just like if if I had to be there, I would be really good at it. I have to be the boss, I would probably be similar. I would need some sort of yeah, Chelsea Manning, Chelsea Manning. Yeah, I would leak information from inside for sure. I would actually probably become really like um patriotic pilled (gasps) and would just like. Eventually, like, become a senator in another life. Like, if I had
5: been drafted into the military early, early on, like when I was in my teens, I'm highly susceptible to cults. I absolutely would have been. Know, we do know this. Yes, about you. I absolutely could have been. And heterosexuality like a is a cult. Heter- heterosexuality is a cult that you are inducted to. I think a lot of people don't realize this that we are like, forcibly pushed into heterosexuality. No, I
3: mean, heteros, like, that's this is the thing, like, the you know. Right-wing media, they want to call us groomers, but the biggest groomers in the world are straight people.
5: Straight people, churches, the Disney Princess Industrial Complex, like, any representation of, like, romance in media before, like, 2010, like, it's all heterosexual propaganda, as is the military and the government and, like, you know, going, stepping outside your door every day, like... What is the gayest place you've ever been to? Not the queerest place. The gayest no, place. No, I know. Um, oh, wait, i wonder, Disney? Di- I mean, <laughs> Disney's fucking gay. Um, Disneyland or Disney World? is Which is gayer. Disney World. Is gayer, for sure. I mean, I did that. Jo- also, New Orleans. New Orleans
3: is very gay. But also, it's is very queer. It
5: is pretty queer. There's a lot of counterculture there.
3: New Orleans is very queer. Berlin is very gay.
5: It's... Probably too easy to say that Fire Island is maybe one of the gayest places I've ever been to. But I will say that as I talked about recently on the pod, the Joni Mitchell concert with like ten thousand other like lesbians for the Brandy Carlisle Festival was definitely probably the gayest place I've ever been to. What's
3: the straightest place you've ever been?
5: Um, I was a Boy Scout for a while.
3: Isn't that isn't that Kind of gay, though?
5: It it was... I At the time, I never saw it as homosocial, no. Even though I did definitely meet my first boyfriend in Boy Scouts, we didn't date until after. But no, there was nothing homosocial about it for me, though I do know that it can be homosocial for some people. At the time, though, it was just this, this perfect crystallization of everything I hated about being a boy and everything I hated about being straight all... All compressed into weekly meetings and terrible camping trips that I dreaded every single time I would go to and subject myself to the things I despise the most that are also pillars of heterosexual culture, which are manual labor, <laughs> being in closed spaces with only boys, and they're all farting and burping. Um, I mean, organized group
3: activities are very heterosexual. Yes, like, done a certain way, yes, they can be. Like, on on that in that vein... Not the place itself, but when I went on Birthright, yeah, that trip was maybe the straightest thing I've ever done. Because, like, yes, I know that Israel is, like, Tel Aviv is very gay, blah, blah, blah. But the Birthright trip itself was very straight in that the leaders of the trip literally try to pair the people on the trip up. Right. Because they want to promote more Jewish babies,
5: right? They want to pair you off. Yeah. They're matchmaking. Yeah. <gasps> Way that is heterosexual culture. Yeah. Also Hasidic Williamsburg, disobedience. <laughs> That's heterosexuality. Oh, like live, laugh, love.
3: Oh, live, laugh, love is very heterosexual. But it's, but it's also been i mean this is the thing about things that are like so heterosexual is that we have now elevated them to camp status yeah so in that way we have reclaimed them as gay a little
5: bit the same thing with cracker barrel honestly yeah i think cracker barrel is very gay uh, also i love chick-fil-a i will fuck up some chick-fil-a sorry like it's ours now
3: what's the straightest fast food franchise Burger King, right? I th- was
5: going to say Burger King, too. Yeah, it's got to be Burger King. I mean, they're... Okay, actually, the there is also that era of Quiznos commercials. <gasps> Quiznos subs!
3: Quiznos is so straight.
4: They
5: are good for you! Um, And Subway is queer. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Phoebe's cracking up. <laughs> what is the... What the fuck is it's, yogurt Yogurtland? It was a yogurt franchise. Okay, then
3: then um 16, 16, 16 handles. handles is gay.
5: Well, then, then I would say Red Mango is queer. And I would say that 19 Handles is gay. And Coldstone is trans. Because <laughs> there's cum in the ice cream? Um, ice cream is gay. Frozen yogurt is straight. Frozen yogurt is straight. Gelato is trans.
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, let's do more of this. Okay, what else? Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Let's, okay, uh, okay so, things that are gay and straight. Okay, so um, Katy Perry is straight. Lady, Lady Gaga is gay. <laughs> And Nicki Minaj is trans.
6: <laughs> Wait, not,
2: no, not, no,
3: no, <laughs> no. Um, the army is straight. Okay, the navy is gay for sure. Um, NASA is trans.
5: NASA
1: is <laughs> trans. Period. Okay, we well, let's keep
3: going. Um, the sun is straight. Period. The moon is gay, mm. and Pluto is trans. You think? The moon can feel. The moon is trans. The moon feels like a woman.
5: Feels like a doll. The moon is trans. The moon is a doll. And I feel like, what's gay? Stars are gay. Oh, (laughs) Uranus. Oh my God. We're still doing this. Let's keep going. I won't rest until everything
6: has been labeled.
5: I would say that Coca-Cola is
3: gay. No, no. Coca-Cola is straight. straight. Diet Coke is gay. Diet Coke is gay. Coke
5: Zero is trans. Coke Zero is trans. Because it's not Pepsi. Pepsi's not trans. Pepsi's like bi, maybe. But like.
3: You know, in hot coffee way. is straight. Iced coffee is gay. <laughs> lattes are trans.
5: Lattes are trans for sure because they have
3: all that extra milk.
5: Yeah, they're 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 cr- they're a crossing of
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's being crossed.
5: <laughs> Wait, you are nailing all of these. I have yet. I have no notes. I'm very smart. You are very smart. I am constantly saying that to you.
3: Blood is
5: gay. Blood is absolutely because gay. AIDS. Because AIDS and because red because um when Red Cross was like blood isn't gay then the gays were like blood is our thing now. Blood is gay. Blood <laughs> is gay. They really were.
3: Skin is straight, hair is trans.
5: Hair, hair is trans. I was going to say organs are trans. But I don't I think organs are like kind of n- non-gender specific. Okay,
3: com is gay. Spit is trans. Spit is trans. Um, uh, mucus is straight.
5: <laughs> is well, here's a no, wait. This is this is a question for the group. Do straight people say
3: cum? They say jizz, as we learned on and just like that. Oh my god, they say <laughs>
5: they jizz. say jizz. They don't say like I'm gonna. But people will say like I'm gonna cum. Like straight people will say I'm gonna cum.
3: Or do they no, say they I'm going to come but I don't think they call it come. Like coming right, to don't... them is an action.
5: Right, it's not, not, a, not noun. a noun. Not a noun. We are the ones that have said this fluid is a noun.
3: Nouns are straight. Nouns, <laughs> adjectives are gay, verbs are trans.
5: Are verbs I'm trans. so good at this. I think verbs are uh yeah, you could say that 100% cuz they have so many different forms. Yeah,
3: adverbs, etc. Water is trans. <laughs> Air is straight. Yeah. Fire is gay.
5: Fire is gay. Air is straight. Yeah, because it's like the thing. It's the thing. Yeah. It's the thing that everybody is like orbiting around. Air. Um. Okay, so they don't call it cum.
3: But they come, Do they call but... it semen? No, they call it jizz. They
5: call it jizz. That's so male. That's and like, straight people so, say like, boobs. Like, do girls say they're going to, like, Oh my god, my jizz is everywhere! No, <laughs> right? No, like the, straight
3: women don't talk about jizz. Yeah,
5: discharge. I feel like yeah. I, I I don't know. I I I'm asking this honestly because I often I really have no view into what heterosexual cis heterosexual sex looks like outside of
3: media. Um, I the the only straight people in my life really are straight women. Yeah, and. They are real people. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to include it's them. Important to include. Them. Yeah. No, I mean straight, straight, straight women. Hey, there's are, nothing wrong with Straight, being straight women girl. are the gays of straight people. <laughs>
5: right, right. And it's it's your role as a straight woman, as a straight heterosexual woman, is important, and we honor that.
3: Straight women are queering what it means to be heterosexual okay on that note
5: of straight women i have to say and i hope this is a safe space to say and i hope i can say it without sounding ignorant or like i'm making a blanket statement but i <laughs> but you're gonna do all I'm those things do anyway all of that right now um i feel like when i watch porn with cis women in it it's very difficult for me to um get turned on because because the straight male gaze is so present. We talked about this a little bit in our porn episode, and and you said very wisely to me, well, gay porn is through a male lens, hello. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as I've thought about that, it's like it is about the straight male lens as opposed yeah. to the gay male lens as I was socialized and therefore am <sighs> turned on by. But I also feel like I would love to be proven wrong and if anybody has some like queer porn that has cis women in it, I would watch it. Is that an, an is that a crazy? I just feel like a no, lot of times I I'm, don't think it's a crazy. I'm but, just like watching it a lot of times, and then she's like, oh, oh, like I'm. It's just like I want to hear. I don't mind gooning. I love verbal sex, but there's like a kind of version of it that is so prevalent in only OnlyFans content.
3: Can you? Porn. Can you explain to me? I'm I'm being vulnerable. Okay. I'm being vulnerable right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what gooning is.
5: Oh, I'm sorry, gooning. This is. An amazing thing to um, educate on on the podcast because it's not a very common term. Gooning is when typically porn actors, but sometimes just people in your sex life are very much so overdoing their sexual noises and reactions to things, either because it turns them on or because it turns you on or because they don't even realize that they're doing it for the performance. But it's a performance of oh yeah oh, and it's like I know that it doesn't feel like that okay. like I know but okay. it's but I'm glad you're doing it anyways that's okay. gooning thank you you're welcome
3: heterosexuality heterosexuality is, is gooning I yeah. mean I don't believe that in heterosexuality. I don't believe in heterosexuality I think that is the bottom line I I I think it is not like a fundamental truth of the universe yeah it's not
5: and honestly neither is queerness and so, well no that's not true I do believe that I mean okay okay. I agree. Heterosexuality is not a fundamental rule of the universe, which is how we have treated it and indoctrinated people into it globally.
3: Um I mean people think it is because of procreation. Yes. But I think that's bullshit.
5: It's obviously bullshit because queer people exist. <laughs> um and I and I think that if we lived in a society where the options presented were not heterosexuality or um societal isolation which are the two options at present if it was like you get heterosexuality or you can be sexually fluid or if sexual fluidity was the baseline and what we were indoctrinated into that i feel like sexual fluidity is natural order like that to me is how we were made in god's image period
3: period Slide into our DMs at Like a Virgin 42069 and let us know um, what part of the social construct of heterosexuality do you find the most insidious? Um, are you a heterosexual ally? And if so, why do you listen to this podcast? Um, inquiring Minds want to know you can No
5: judgment. We're just curious.
3: No, we will be judging. Um, also make sure to follow us while you're there. And if you want exclusive bonus content, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash virgin We do weekly bonus episodes. We've also been doing weekly recaps event just like that. And now that it's ending, we'll be figuring out something new to do in its place. So you don't want to miss that. You can also buy our merch at likeavirgin42069.com and you can follow me anywhere you want at Rose. Domu. And you can follow me at Friends Squish Go anywhere you like. Like a Virgin is an iHeartRadio production. Our producer is Phoebe Unter with support from Lindsay Hoffman and Nikki Etor. Until next week, don't say straight.
5: Don't say straight. No hate, no straight. All hate, too Bye. straight. And now, just a little clip of our discussion from the, this next week's Patreon with Laurel Charleston about *Moulin Rouge*. For the full episode, you can become a patron at patreon.com/slashlikeavirgin.
3: Laurel, do you want to tell a friend what you told
0: me? Yes. Okay. So, first of all, sat down, watched this whole movie with you all, and at the end of the movie, I'm like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" I go home, I go to sleep, I wake up, I'm like, "I don't remember." anything from this movie but i'm like i was also stoned so let me rewatch it again and then i'm re it and i'm like oh i still have no idea what the fuck is going on in this movie <laughs> the editing is <laughs> so maximalist and yes w- yeah wild and crazy i know y'all were saying it's one of like five baz lurbin movies
3: he's ever made right or something yeah it's a part it's of a trilogy wild yeah it's incredibly frenetic he mm-hmm. i mean it, it got even oh, yeah. worse in elvis where it's like Every second is a cut. Yes, it's like it's so over edited. Yeah. Um. In Moulin Rouge, it works. Mm-hmm. I don't it works think so well. it worked in Elvis. I think Moulin Rouge is Moulin Rouge and Romeo and Juliet to me are like the the films in which his style um, and his creative impulses just work mm-hmm. the best because of the the text that they're applied to.
0: Yeah. And, like, the
3: maximalist scenic design and the costuming Uh, is so uh, incredible. That red dress that Nicole wears, oh, that she puts on, like, early in the... She literally puts it on for one scene. Mm Mm-hmm. And then immediately changes into a different costume. I'm pretty sure that the diamond necklace
5: they put on her in that sequence toward the end, what, like, broke some sort of Hollywood record for, like, most expensive, like, costume jewelry or something at the time, like...
3: Well, she is the
5: sparkwing diamond. The sparkwing diamond. She's so beautiful in this movie. Ah,
3: the mug. I mean,
5: the really redhead.
3: The makeup's great. The
5: and the great.
0: hair
3: color, mm-hmm. it, no one has ever been more of a redhead than Nicole Kidman was in Moulin Rouge. Ah! And with her, make, with her makeup and her hair, she's like so white. She's look,
5: She looks blue. She's wearing like Ben Nye clown love Alabaster. <laughs> no, and
0: yeah. the makeup is great. Even like I love as a makeup artist watching movies and being like, why is she so painted? Literally, she's like sick, like are dying at one point in bed. Smoky eye, lash on, brow on, lip on blush,ed bronze, contoured. I mean, like I'm like this girl's dying, and she's
5: serving cut.
3: <laughs> she's dying, but
5: I'm living. But she
3: that is
5: live, died, serve, cut. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's great. It's so good. Um, yeah, no, her makeup is honestly fantastic throughout the whole thing, and she has this like thin, like really long brow, and it just, it just really works for her. Yeah, it's, it, I think it's great. It's a very
3: early two thousands.
1: Brow. yeah
0: mm. no and it looks that's what all so good. like she's a beautiful face she's just so gorgeous also she always has her clavicle and decolletage
3: out and it's always dyed and gorgeous and she's so like well she's uh, a courtesan you know she's got to show off the merchandise that is something that is like somewhat i guess kind of radical like for the time in which this movie was taking place where it's you know this epic love story about a hooker about a literal <laughs> sex worker yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah who's keeping the lights on for this entire theatrical
0: establishment like you know been Actually, there <laughs> she's taking one for the team for
3: sure she's taking several for the team
0: <laughs> she's taking loads and keeping the lights on okay
3: <laughs> she's taking loads and keeping the 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 you know gas lamps lit. she has to suck yep. off the con right. ed man every week but they keep it <laughs> they and she's dying of <laughs> consumption, which I guess is like TB? tuberculosis. Yeah, yeah. Oh, where you just kind of you just kind of cough and look very like wan and faint and then die. Yeah.
5: You would think that Baz Luhrmann invented the cinematic trope of. You cough, in, you cough into a napkin, and there's a tiny spot of blood, and you're
3: like, "Oh, this character is gonna die." But you like, still serve cunt until the absolute second of your death. You, it doesn't, it doesn't, um, it doesn't <laughs> deplete your looks at all. because because yeah. like you know, you have to slay until your dying breath, and mm-hmm. she did. She literally walked
0: so President Snow could run. because uh, you know he That's would, true. he would like cough, uh, uh, and there's like a little bit of blood, a little, little
1: thing. <laughs> like, cock sucker. I'm a cock